Hey, welcome back to episode number 86 of Just Ask Rethinking Development. I'm your host, Greg Jeffrey, founder and principal of Catholic Development Group. With me today, my co-host is Brian Wilburn. Brian is the Director of Development for the St. Paul's Newman Center at the University, at the North Dakota State University. Brian, you've got an interesting topic today. I have a feeling we're going to be going mano y mano. Uh-huh. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Mano y mano. There we go. Yeah. There we go. I don't even know. Is that is that Spanish or Latin or something? I don't even know what that is. I never took foreign language. It, I'm putting it out there. You guys, is confessional. I skipped it because I knew that North Dakota State which I almost heard you say University of North Dakota. I went, I knew I wouldn't need a foreign language, so I didn't take one. I'm sorry, guys, but I should have. And the topic today is, trust me, I'm a consultant. That's why Greg didn't want to introduce the title. He's like, wait a minute here. Because I'm a consultant. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So little, little, uh, little clickbait for you. Should you trust someone? Because they say, well, I'm a consultant. I have a um. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts on this. I just have a a bone to pick where people will sometimes, you know, they need to fundraise. They have a project. They have a a need. They need to hire new members. They need to build something. And you may, and and oftentimes you're going to need a consultant for that. You're going to bring somebody in. But I just want to push the pause button sometimes for people to not just blindly jump in and bring in any consultant, somebody who just, you know, has a good song and dance and says, Hey, trust me, I'm a consultant. It's what I do. So here's my, I think the, my initial point is this, Greg, mm-hmm. the, the biggest beef I have with most consultants and you're not one of them. So, well, thank you. I know you, they hear that Greg is not most consultants. He's the consultant, the biggest beef I have. And this is part of the th- reason I was inspired to do this podcast with you, Greg was Many consultants don't actually fundraise anymore, or they don't really do a lot with it, but they're telling you how to do it. The reason I've always advocated, you know, hey, uh, (laughs) I guess listen to what we have to say. We're not telling you something that we are not out there doing. Everything that we're telling you to do, you and I are out there in the trenches, still putting it in practice. But a a lot of people, a lot of consultants, they're like, well, you know, I know how this all goes. Well, Maybe. When was the last time that you actually made asks that you were out there? Boy, Brian, first of all, we should tell our listeners that this is totally unrehearsed. I, you know, Until we started we, uh, yeah. this morning. I know I, you I, think Greg and I have s- such prep because of how great these podcasts are. No, this, no. Is, this is totally spontaneous. But, um, boy, I tell you what, you're hitting a, a raw nerve for me. And so let me, let me explain something to our listeners. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go get a... $18 haircut at quick cuts or whatever. Yeah. The person that's cutting your hair needs a license, right? They've got to go through X amount of training, sit for an exam and get their license. Yep. But to be a fundraising consultant, all you need to do is work out, have tight tummy abs and look good in a three piece <laughs> suit. Seriously. So let me tell you a little story that speaks to your your introduction here, yeah. Brian. So <clears throat> I was asked to come in and work with a client whose campaign began to stall, right? And um, they, were, they, were, they were working with another consulting firm, but they it's like things weren't going so well. So it's like they wanted yeah. a, another doctor's opinion. That sounds right? like a John Grisham book. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted another doctor's opinion. 
And, you know, I wanted to tread carefully because, you know, you want to respect the other person's expertise. So before I went in to visit with them, I looked up on LinkedIn their consultant's background. And I saw that he had some success in banking or or this or that, but I didn't see anywhere on his LinkedIn resume mm-hmm. the fact that he had ever worked in development. Oh, okay. So now I've got a red okay. flag, right? Yeah, it's a flag. Okay. So um, when I spoke further with the vice president of advancement, I discovered that this consultant didn't really have any kind of a system to identify major gift prospects or to track their solicitation. Well, no wonder things were flagging, Mm -hmm. right? So I suggested to the VP, maybe, you know, you, you, you obviously have this guy under contract. You're going to be with him for several months at a pretty pricey price point. Maybe what I can do is maybe he's just not the kind of guy that gets down into the weeds, right? Yeah. Maybe I could just help you using the razor's edge, create that system so you can code your major gift prospects and then track their solicitation. Very good of you, Greg, to yeah, work with them and be like, oh, we'll see what I can do here. Well, he goes, you know, that, you know that, that, that seems to make sense. So I go down there for a couple of days, and it just so happens that I happen to, because of bad weather on my part or whatever, I happened to be there at the same time that this consultant flew in from the East Coast. Tahiti. Yeah. No, keep no, going. The Go East Coast, not yeah. Tahiti. Tahiti. Okay. Tahiti's Go. in the Pacific. Oh. Well, I also don't know geography in addition to foreign language. Keep going. <laughs> so so I'm sitting in the conference room. It's me, the consultant, and then another person from the advancement office who was a major gifts officer. So the actual vice president of advancement wasn't mm-hmm. there, it was just me one of his staff members and the consultant. And I showed him the system I set up in Razor's Edge. And then I said, so when you go out to do solicitation calls, here's how you use the system. And he raised his hand and he stopped me short. He says, uh, we don't do solicitation calls. I said, excuse er, me? What? I know. Can you rewind that, please? Er, you don't do solicitation calls? He says, no, no, my company does not allow us to go on solicitation calls. This is the consultant. This is the consultant saying, my company does not allow us to go on solicitation calls. So think about that, Brian. So we've got... Then uh, what would you say you you do here? So here, because that's a damn good question. It just ticks me off. So you've got a guy who has no experience in the development office, Mm -hmm. this multinational corporation who has all the money in the world to bribe people to hire them. And believe me, that goes on. That does go mm-hmm. on. They'll take a development director. They'll bring him to New York City and put him up at this hotel and bring him to Broadway, become best friends with him, right? Yeah. They'll even have him sit in on their mm, seminars for other people and, and give a, a, a rousing endorsement. But meanwhile, the people they hire to do the actual work may or may not have ever worked in development. And this was the case here. Yeah. And on top of that, so, so all all the optics look good. Yeah. It's a big powerhouse consulting firm, yeah. but it's all a house of cards. Tummy tight abs, you three-piece suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, but they're hiring people who have no experience in development. Yeah. So not only did this guy have no experience in development, he had never done a major gift solicitation call in his life. Yeah. Everything that he was advising, he was giving advice to people on something he himself had never done. 
And they're paying like 18 grand a month for this guy. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Sweet gig if you can get it. Nice Um, work if you can get it. That's right. That's right. So that's that's probably my biggest beef with this of of saying, trust me, I'm a consultant, is a lot of consultants, as Greg just perfectly illustrated, they actually don't get into the 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 down and dirty. I don't want to call fundraising dirty because I don't actually think it is dirty work, but they don't they don't get into it. They don't get into the meat of it. So I would say don't trust someone that's not actively fundraising or is not willing to go make an ask with you. Do you know what an expert is, Brian? Um, an expert, and <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. An expert is somebody who's made more mistakes than you. Think about that. I mean, an expert is somebody who's who's traveled down the road enough times to make enough dumb decisions so that he knows what not to do. He's again. like, hey, let me try to help yeah. you not make those. Yeah, exactly. That's my role. I'm telling yeah. people only listen. trust a consultant who's going to go make dumb decisions with you. No, so, no, yeah. No, I, no, I, I'm, I'm turning this idea on its head. But the idea is a consultant is somebody who has gone out and has enough experience, has made enough dumb decisions in his, mm-hmm. in his career and, and seen enough dumb things happen so that you don't have to repeat those mistakes. So it's kind of like a guide who yeah. takes you over the Rocky Mountains in the year 1810 or whatever. Yeah. Right? That that's That's the role I'm playing. Definitely. But yeah, if you're going to get a consultant, get somebody who is willing to, who has experience actually fundraising, who's willing to, if the need is there, make an ask with you to help you get through that. Um, And I would say just don't blindly trust someone because they have quote unquote a process. Mm -hmm. Use your common sense, use your reason, see if they look at what other campaigns they've done and actually ask people there if uh, how the process works out. I think sometimes people put together these big packets, and like you say, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, look at this. Ooh, ah. But at the end of the day, it's like, do you actually know how to go make a real ask? Do you actually know how to help us? The one last thing I would say is um, a lot of firms have people who do nothing but sell the gig. That's mm-hmm. all they do all day, every day. So you get really good at presenting to the board and looking polished and spiffy and all of that. But then the question that you need to ask before you hire a consultant is, especially if you're working with one of the big big box consultants from the East Coast or God knows, they're all over the place now. We're from the Midwest. We don't know right. about the East yeah, Coast. We the one question you need to ask is, if I choose your firm, who do you have available to work with me? Who is the name of the person? Yes. If they can't answer that, it means that they maybe haven't hired that person yet. Oh, and you might get a rookie. Yeah. Well, the the second question you need to ask is if they do give you a name, how many major gift solicitation calls has this person done in his career? Those two questions will tell you everything you need to know as to whether or not they're... Say those again just for the listeners. Well, the two questions is... Who will you send this? Who is the name of the person? Yeah, not, not the person in front of you right now, but who's the person you're correct. going to send us? Who's going to actually be working with us? Now, now that's a critical question because you're going to find this to be amazing, Brian. I'm lifting the veil on the fundraising consulting business, but it's not unusual for somebody who looks good, who's had the tummy tuck, mm-hmm. to go out and make the sale. And then once they get the sale... Then they try and find somebody. They, they try and hire somebody to go do the gig mm-hmm. because they don't have anybody on the bench or the people on the bench are already spoken for or whatever. Right. They may need to go out and find somebody. So if they can't answer the questions to who they're going to send you, 
uh, you know, I would think twice think about twice. about hiring that firm. If they can tell you who they're going to send you, then I would say, how many major gift solicitation calls has this person actually done in their career? Yeah. And how many have they done in the last two years? And how many were successful? Yeah. Well, I mean, even, even the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, great points, Greg. Um, hopefully that helps you guys. If you are looking to hire a consultant, obviously we recommend Greg wholeheartedly. Uh, but thank you guys. Uh, go just ask. <laughs>